Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I am Travis Velocity. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we're at the end of our special CW Crisis on Infinite Earth special series. And we've had guests for all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Part five is Legends, Travis. And it's it's the legend it's the season finale, uh, or season premiere yeah. uh, <laughs> of season five. So it's super exciting too. Just at that in its own thing. But yeah, it's a wrap up. It's part five of this crossover and Continue, Johnny, with your introduction. And of course, like the last time when we did Crisis on Earth X, part five was the Legends episode. And if we're going to do a crossover with another podcast and other podcasters, who better than our friends from Bebo's Legends podcast? Yeah. Let's welcome back to the Woo! show, Carrie and Lainey. Woo! Yes. Hello. Thanks for coming. And it's it's like completely the other side of the world. So, uh, yeah, that makes it even better. They're up uh, later uh, than usual. I saw. Oh, I mean, I'm sure you guys like 11 p.m. Ooh, oh my goodness! Oh, what, your, what do your parents know? <laughs> just, it's just different time zones. So for that, we're also extra grateful. Uh, yeah, welcome, guys. It's fine. I'm allowed to stay up till midnight, so it's uh, fine. Oh wow! Awesome. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> See if we thank you so much guys for having us it's so oh, it's so nice thank we're you so for happy joining to be us here. thank you for joining us and uh we're, we're gonna get more into what they've got going on on their show when we get to the plug section because there's some cool news that uh mm-hmm. dropped today but before we get to the episode just a little legends talk um man, man. you've seen it on t- twitter travis the mm-hmm. renew legends of tomorrow hashtag um i've seen uh, it what do you call what do you call the, the legends lighter lighters room writers room did are doing these power hours is that it what, there's fan art and and testimonials and they got it trending it's cool. yeah it's, it's a whole campaign it's like crazy mm. um i've seen it and that's great it's wonderful what's your vibe ladies what do you think is it i'm all work? for it okay I, I mean we're for it we're for it Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, shut them down. Shut down these hashtags. No, no, I'm for it. But what is it going to work? Um, okay, I don't think it's going to have any bearing on whether they decide to renew or not. However, yeah. I love going on a Twitter every day and feeling the love. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Before our Twitter was kind of empty, we didn't really use it. Uh, we always forgot to update it. And now it's just so warm and so yeah. warm of rainbows and love and i love that's it nice. that's so, good. so there's definitely positives that's come from it i love to see the fan base coming together yeah i don't know that it's going to change anybody's mind they're either going to renew us or they're not and i don't know mm-hmm. that we have much to say in the matter right yeah well, i don't I, think it's going to yeah. change anything either but i was i knew that um the writers of the show didn't have like they didn't have the power to renew a season it's yeah. not up to them, but I found it so funny that they were the one starting this campaign yeah, yeah, when, like, yeah. I thought maybe a fan would do that, but right. they did it, which I think is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to see the relationship with the, you know, Batwoman writers, which is mm-hmm. so funny because they'd be texting each other like, yeah, go bestie. And I love it so much. I'm having so much fun <laughs> with this campaign. <laughs> That's and, good. Oh, and really God. seeing the people out there who are you know test with their testimony about how this is a show that you know sees them this is their show you know the young queer community this it's been one post after another of Mm -hmm. 
how much the show means to them. And mm-hmm. I think, and now you remember Travis, mm-hmm. I gave it the Gideon guy's guarantee that there'll yeah. be a, Oh yeah. You, you have no idea. Is John, Johnny's entire reputation hinges on, on legends getting renewed and me like uh, as, cause I'm attached to him. Like I've already contacted litigation privately about what our oh. next steps are going to be. <laughs> with how I handle Mr. Hedgepass because he guaranteed on air. He made me drop like this loud cocoonk sound ad in the afterwards. So it is official. So there's a lot of reputations that hinge on this. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and, and really, look, look, here's the thing about the crisis. Crisis happens. It's this huge event. And then we get hit with COVID and everything gets shut down. And yeah. as far as I'm concerned, with the exception of legends, because they've got a shorter se- uh, season uh, episode of uh, shorter seasons, the other shows really took a hit, and I don't know if they ever really bounced back because yeah. I loved Supergirl, but I had to tap out in the middle of season six. I had to tap out. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care about the Phantom Zone. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like them being called the Super Friends. I didn't like it. Of course, I watched the final episode. I had to, and it was it was sweet. Yeah. The end of Supergirl, super sweet. I don't think Flash ever really bounced back. Um, Is I'll, Flash I'll, officially done? Done? No, they they're the first thing to get renewed because it's Wild. still the one that pulls the ratings. Wild. That in Superman and Lois, which I do enjoy. Love Superman and Lois. Yeah, love it. Um, it's. Flash. I don't know. I'll get back into it. I guess on um on netflix but it was once destination uh viewing for me and uh it just it it, it lost it for me i don't know are you guys still Can watching everything something? yeah go ahead because i've never watched flash i only watched the crossovers episode crossover episode me too. but i wanted to watch it for the first time and now we're just like you're making me doubt <laughs> no, no, it's seasons seasons one two three and four um and into five are fantastic four is my absolute favorite it was okay the bad guy is the thinker and every episode was a nail-biting cliffhanger hmm. okay Okay, so now that we're talking about it, I know we all talk about Legend of Tomorrow, you know, because we have podcasts about that, obviously. But now that you talk about the fact that a lot of shows don't think a lot of shows on the CW verse are gonna bounce back, what do you think about Legend of Tomorrow? I know we we all want a season eight, but do you think that what do you think from like season one to now, if it's changed for the better? I know. Like for season one to four, it changed for the better. But what about the rest? Like season four, five, six, seven? I haven't seen five, six, and seven. This is my first episode I've seen of season five. I've watched up to four. And I can tell you, I think, I thought four was kind of a parallel from where they were in three. They had some some steps back where there were some episodes where I was like, because season one was, uh, Johnny said a thousand times, an entertaining train wreck as he tries to save his house again. But uh, I thought in three, in season four when they'd had missteps it was almost it was like more disappointing because like you'd seen them do some of the best they had ever done right so now it's like you guys should be you should be on top of these things by now so i thought yeah it was getting better up until three and then four had like some of its best moments including uh the wet hot american bummer i i adore (laughs) and uh a couple others from that uh uh season but 
Um, I thought I thought of the finales, it was my le- I found it found it the least satisfying. But so, but uh, that's not to say that they still didn't have this kind of vibe that they could tell that they were starting to cook and everybody was starting to feel like a like a like a big boys pants kind of show. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. just. Um, so I've seen glimpses of that. Yeah, I saw stuff that was better, but um, there's parts of season four that I thought were super disappointing. Like, and I, and and I think uh, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum. So, uh, but I'll tell you right now, you guys, I love this episode of Crisis. I and 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 um, Crisis is my favorite crossover for sure. And I've heard everyone um, saying Earth X is is uh, generally considered the best and most complete and stuff. And sure, maybe it is, but I don't. I, 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 I'm kind of forgotten everything that happened in that. And, and I'm yeah. sure I'll forget stuff that happens in this because there's so much stuff that happens. Sure. <laughs> so much stuff happens. Yeah. But it feels so monumental. And I have a lot of things I want to talk about and theories I have about kind of what happens afterwards um, in the Arrowverse and, and what this kind of crossover, I, I think, kind of means for that. But or at least the end of that. And I, I've, I've talked a lot here, but let, should we get going? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get going. But one one last thing. Did you all watch? I mean, are they going to cancel a show that they bothered to do a one hour, really, really terrible Christmas special? Because uh, <laughs> did you guys like the Bevo's animated Christmas special? Be honest. Oh. I didn't watch it. Oh. <laughs> I I watched I didn't watch the whole thing, but can I be honest? Like I, yeah. I oh my god. I didn't think much of it. It's like oh, oh my I god, I feel it. so bad. Please. But like I didn't feel things so much of it. It was not like something I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Right, right, right. That's yeah. happening, you know. I just watched it because I mean I'm a big fan of Legend of Tomorrow, so why not? But it wasn't, it was not like the this big thing that's amazing or whatever. Great yeah. idea, though. It, I tried twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, and I had to turn it off both times. I was like, because I'm like, I want to support it. And, and I'm so happy they yeah. got the chance, but it's not, it's look, and you know what? It's for kids. If kids loved it, great, yeah. great. But Boy, it was it's a it's a slog. It's a slog. Bebo's best in li- small doses, <laughs> or really big doses. Ah, attacking but, cities, but small parts. Yeah, but small yes. parts. Yeah. there's no small parts. Only small Bebo's. Only big Bebo's. Yeah. Only big Bebo's. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. This episode starts with the Big Bang. You know, the Spectre Oliver Queen has uh, battled the Anti Monitor at the dawn of time with the Paragons there. I mean, we do get it starts on black and we hear a voiceover and then comes the Big Bang. Like, this, yes. is, this is so I, I near oh. flawless this episode for me. I just like I'm sure there's stuff we're going to talk about that that I can't remember. But I had such a this is like if this counts as a Legends episode, I'm already blowing my wad here early. If this counts as a Legends episode, this is among my top five Legends episodes. Oh, well, let me I ask you. love this. Episode. Let me ask. Let me ask Carrie and Lainey this. Because the my first note upon rewatching this is this is a legends episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, I thought, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I thought so too because you know um I don't know but when you watch I know I've seen a lot of comments talking about this episode of Legend of Tomorrow, and people were like were not um 
happy with it as you know the other crossovers and they were like this is a legends episode but i'm like when you when you watch this episode it reflects on the whole show because it's goofy it's fun mm -hmm. there's a lot of like you know cheesy funny moments they are it's like mm -hmm. watching legends mm -hmm. i don't know it's gosh i want to say i'm saying for my i've got so many thoughts about what's going and we on have, uh, i don't know we have sarah leading you know everybody yep, yep. which is everything so all these fun. little things that show up yeah yeah and i thought it was a legends episode yeah mm -hmm. and, and carrie because one of the things we've noticed but by, by doing our research on this one is of course, each episode is filmed by the crew for that show. Yeah. And you can see little things like the one episode of The Flash had more flash stuff, along with, you know, John Wesley's ship sacrificing himself, you know, and tears in your eyes. And mm -hmm. the Batwoman episode had Kevin Conroy, you know, finally playing Batman. This is the Legends episode. It's silly. The tone is silly. And yeah. of all of the episodes of the crossover, it feels the most cohesive. It doesn't feel like a ton of shit thrown into it. Like this they're packing like stuff in. A concise mm -hmm. episode of Legends of Tomorrow guest starring. Like, down to the whole, like, is this what you guys do all the time? All the other heroes are yeah. in a Legends episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, Yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. I was actually going to say the exact same thing. I think that when the had all their little their little things like oh did you get shanghai into another crossover like they yeah. talked throughout legends too like oh we're not doing this crossover and things like that it mm -hmm. felt like legends of tomorrow mm -hmm. the yeah. fact that everybody else was kind of looking at it like is this real yeah that's yeah. what people would do if they were on legends yeah. of tomorrow it felt like and it's awesome a natural that combination it's awesome that it's the finale too. It's the best that it's the finale that ends like this, because that it's okay. So this feels like a passing of the torch to yeah. the legends oh. to kind of run with the Arrowverse. This whole thing does, man, because he's like, like I was saying. I mean, we'll get more to the 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 death of Arrow at the end, but I was feeling like up until this episode, like. And this is all kind of like he's all kind of they're all kind of just fading Mr. Amell out of here with unceremoniously. <laughs> like it's kind of he's getting like the no country for old men treatment of like uh, Josh Brolin. It's like, oh, he's dead now kind of thing. Um, and they're not doing. But this felt like, OK, this feels like a proper tribute. Right. Like yeah. I still don't care what happens I, in a way. I kind of it kind of makes it so I don't care what happens in Arrow at all. If I <laughs> if I had been because this feels like a great kind of way to wrap up everything he's done. And that show is yeah. done um and kind of just like now it's it's you it's yours uh to run with uh, captain lance <laughs> so supergirl wakes up on the couch and uh and her sister alex is there who has no memory of the crisis so uh, naya yeah. calls now, naya travis is dreamer from uh supergirl she's um the descendant of dream girl who was one of the members of the legion of superheroes in the the, the future and yeah. uh and Dream Girl's superpowers was that she can dream the future. Um, Dreamer's superpowers are, I don't know, every fucking thing. I don't know. She can do it. She's got dream <laughs> powers. She can use energy whips. I don't know. They, 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 they just take the energy whips. Yeah. I don't know. It's, she can do everything. It's, it's what yeah. they overcompensated because, you know, Dream Girl's powers aren't all that impressive. But with Dreamer, they really overcompensated with the superpowers. But what's wonderful is she's um, the actress who plays uh, 
uh, dreamer whose name is escaping me right now. Do you guys, you guys, know Nicole Maines, Nicole Maines is the first trans uh, actress to play a trans exactly. character who's the first trans superhero on television. So, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's super cool. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. And she's going to be able to, she's uh, contributing uh, for an issue of the Superman comics where they're going to introduce the dreamer character, uh, hmm. which is kind of fun. So, uh, her, her voice. No, no, yeah, the it's character. It's a comic. It's a write. comic. I know. <laughs> it's a, yes, it's a yes. <laughs> so, uh, Supergirl Kara is late for the Nobel Prize ceremony, and she zips over there, and it's Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. He's getting the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, because he's rewritten history. He's rewritten everything. He's a good guy here. No one remembers that he's yeah. been a, a bad guy. Which is a callback to the John Byrne comics of the reboot of Superman after the original Crisis on Infinite Earths comic, where then Luthor was a businessman who everybody loved, who was secretly yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, I remember yeah. that uh, that uh, cover that was really kind of Trump-esque of uh, Luthor. Do you remember that one, Johnny? It might have been in the early 90s. Let's see if I can find it. Maybe. But let me ask, let me ask you guys this. Uh, I've asked all the guests this because uh, I stand by this. Of all the live action Lex Luthors over the years, I think John Cryer is my favorite. I think he's the best. What do you guys I, think? I 100% agree. He's He is fantastic. Um, Amy? I don't remember. I've never actually looked up their names. Oh. But I know um, when I was... Uh, little i would not say little but teenager let's say i would i was watching superman and lois lois lane superman whatever and they had their own legs Ah, there right 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 that one i hated but that's the one that that, that i I was used to remember the most yeah 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 who is that who is that johnny i completely forgot about the lois and clark luthor he was good he was oh, really good. Good pull, Laney. Good pull. You might be right. Because I'll tell you what, man. As much as, yeah, yeah, Cryer's great. He's having a great time. I think he was doing a little too much, even in this one little bit here, chewing too much of that scenery. You didn't need that last little wink, man. We got it. We got it. You know what I mean? Here, well, I like that he was winking. Do you recognize that, Johnny? Well, that cover? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. And that's meant to be uh, like a Donald that's Trump. Trump. Yeah, yeah. That's the cover of the art of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta tell you though, Lex Luthor, at least he's smart, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but I, I liked the wink, he's winking at Supergirl. I know, at the I know, like, I know, but it's still there was enough there. He already had the smirk, you know what I mean? There was yeah. enough. He already took a good chunk out of the wall with that smirk. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> need to, to devour the hedge as well, there, pal. So wink. we're at the DEO. With uh, Alex and uh, Supergirl, and she calls Lex a psycho, and Alex is totally befuddled. She's like, "Oh, he's the best, and he's the boss. He's Supergirl's number one supporter." And you see, that felt so weird. Yeah, over. But also weird. The DEO is now part of Luther Corps. Uh, What does DEO stand for again? Department of Extraterrestrial Operations. Normal, I think. Extra normal. normal. I think. Not right. yeah, something like that. God uh, forbid that happens one day. No, thank you. We don't need Lex Luthor leading the deal. No, thank you. <laughs> Extra <laughs> normal. Extra normal, though. Doesn't that just sound like more normal? Man, this guy's so normal. He's like extra normal. 
It sounds like the most boring organization ever. That's good. <laughs> so Martian Manhunter shows up, tells Supergirl, yeah, everything happened, and the Paragons are the only ones who remember because they were there at the dawn of time, which is a callback to the comics. Only the mm-hmm. heroes They remember. get to it right away. They get to it right away here, too. Started to feel like we're in a Supergirl episode for a second there, but then in comes Martian Manhunter and starts smoothing things out. Yeah. So they get an alert that the, the pier is under attack and Supergirl flies off to find the Weather Witch who's out there blasting shit with her uh, lightning rod. And, uh, uh, and when, when in the uh, Vancouver area, everyone, be sure to visit Lonsdale Key in North Vancouver because that's exactly what this is. Like, very recognizable. It's a great, it's a big tourist trap, but, uh, but nice, but really nice. Do they often have Weather Witches? Uh, I, not in the times I've been there, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> That's one of our favorite things on the show is since they film all these things in Vancouver and our own Travis Velashin is a Vancouverite. I tell you, when it's done just right, it it like adds a 0.5 to my to my total. You know what I mean? It tugs on the heartstrings when they they, they make my fine city look nice like they did in in this section for sure. And keep many people employed. That's right. It's what the city that's supernatural built. I think they yeah, like to yeah, call it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> CW loves Vancouver for sure. So uh, the flash shows up, takes her out the weather, Witch, and uh, says, Oh, that's one of mine. And they're kind of confused about which earth they're on until Marv Wolfman shows up to mm. clear it all up for them. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like, at first I thought he was meant to look like the, who's the character in kingdom come. You the know old man. Yeah. The old man. Do you know um, his name is? I can't remember uh, his yeah. name, but I think he's just made to look like Marv Wolfman. That's At what first Marv I realized it's Marv Wolfman, and then I realized it's Marv Wolfman. But, I, you know, they'd been making those Kingdom Come little things. So, like, maybe yeah. I thought, oh, okay, maybe this is something here, but no. Yeah. Which is fun, Marv Wolfman, the creator, the writer of the original Crisis. But uh, I guess I just always pictured his voice as being something different with the name Wolfman, something more growly. Because uh, he's asking him for autographs, like, make it out to Marv. Yeah, it was pretty cute, I thought. He was sweet. Yeah. That was a nice performance. You thought yeah, he was going to be like, nice. hey, Jack, fill this one out. Put it in oh. number one with a bullet. I'm your number one fan with a bullet, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. With your voice, you could imitate. You could do Mick. Yeah, 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 okay. Oh, oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny, Johnny does a Johnny does a far Mick? better Mick. Johnny oh, does a far oh, better Mick than I do. We'll and, get no, to save it. it. Save it for when the it. moment comes. I'm saving yeah. it. But uh, like, mix it. That's my territory. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and it was nice. And also, we get the little touch later on. They're fighting at Perez Landing. You know, tip of the hat to George Perez, who, by the way, one of the reasons why. Travis and I feel so lucky to be able to do this series now is, you know, George Perez is not healthy. You know, he's going through the end stages of uh, cancer and uh, my favorite artist ever in comics, the, the artist for Christ on infinite earth. So a nice little to see Marvel. Yeah, he's a legend. Up. He's a legend. Yeah. He's, absolute legend. He's the best. Mm-hmm. So we cut to the central city sewers mm-hmm. where some workers find uh, Nash Wells slash pariah. And we notice that the entrance to the nexus where uh, uh, Earth ninety Flash died is gone. All that's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I gotta say, I, yeah. I, I've been vocal in my kind of wishy washiness on Kavanaugh, but this guy, this this like adventurer looking chap, what'd you say his name was again? Na- Nash Wells. I'd watch it. I'd give me three seasons of Nash Wells, man. 
<laughs> it was like a CBS, uh, like something the older folks would watch. You know what I mean? Yes, still right. Give it a, it's, a, it's a it's a way to get senior citizens into the into the the, the DCU. Senior I think through Nash Wells, he's solving problems in uh, Florida <laughs> retirement community. He's a he's a frequent guest star on CSI Miami. <laughs> something like this, yes. Yeah, Kavanaugh is hit or miss on uh on a lot of these, but uh is. I like him here. I liked him here, even though at, at various parts where he's getting all cocky again, I was like, hey, remember this is all your fault, dipshit. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I mean, like, I embrace it. That's the Nash Wells way. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> Three seasons, easy. So let's cut to the chase. Let's get to our leader. We see Sarah Lance. She's in Star City and she's having flashes of crisis. And she calls Ray Palmer to meet her at the bar where they do trivia night. And uh, uh, this is great. I love this little scene. It's this little touch that Brendan Routh does when uh, he's like, oh, was there a crossover? Uh, were we invited? Did we win? And the Martian Manhunter restores his memory. And he goes, wow, there was a super me. And he does the little Superman pose with his yeah, hands on yeah. his hips. Nice touch. So, so let me ask you guys this. Of all, Legends is a rotating cast which I think is why it stays so fresh and healthy is by keeping it a rotating cast. But of all the main cast uh, actors who've moved on, who do you miss the most? Oh, Lord. Ray and like, Nora. Ray and Nora. Ray and Nora, 100%. Um, not for me, actually. I know I miss a lot of them. I I miss Ray. I miss Nora. Oh my God, I miss them. Oh, I just realized. Oh. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's okay. Those that are, if you ask me the question now, the first people that I would think of is I miss I miss Mick. I miss Captain Cold. Yes. I miss, um I don't know for some reason I miss Stein. You know I don't know why because maybe oh my God did he see. Yeah, I was gonna spoil something. That was Earth X, right? Yeah, he dies in Earth X. Okay. Okay. This? Who are we talking him. about again? <laughs> Professor Stein. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. of course. I don't know, maybe it's because how he died, because I was so emotional and I cried yeah. so much when he died. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I miss him. But like, yeah. I miss so many people, but I would never have thought of Nora. But now that you mention it, like I miss them. Dark, man. I so freaking love them. Oh, Lord. Oh. You, know, you have a more prominent part in season five, I guess. They, Ray and Nora oh, are part of season five. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. No, no, I can tell. Like, I, I just don't have the uh, affection for her yet. I'm like, like, maybe I'm missing something. Well, I know that, I know that when we find, when we see the last of Wolfie, Travis is going to be very sad because, you know, everyone's favorite character, Wolfie, on so a. Hey, what she's a nice Ramona. She she seems like a really nice uh, 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 person. I follow her on Instagram. She's great. Oh, yeah, she's sweet. Um, it was the outfits they put Wolfie in. I think <laughs> if you're gonna have a giant wolf woman, you know those those sweaters and pajamas just don't really cut it. I, <laughs> I don't um, miss her though. Like I was. I know, actually I know. Wait, we're not saying we miss Wolfie very much. We miss we miss talking about Wolfie. <laughs> We miss laughing about the CGI that she would transform into Wolfie. Mm -hmm. Like CGI, by the way, CGI in the in the crisis uh, 
miniseries is the best. I talked to a guy who was a visual effects supervisor and said it's two teams uh, who had to work together on it. So he's really proud of it. It's about, mm. it's great. So Sarah goes to the Arrow Cave where we can eat Diggle, uh, Renee, who's Wild Dog, and Dinah, who's Black Canary. And uh, Diggle, he's, he's, he's all broke up because Oliver died twice. And yeah. uh, I just wanted Sarah to go, yeah, me too. What's your fucking point? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, when he said he died twice and I was wasn't there in my head I went you she died you died too like multiple times like you're still here it was so funny in my head <laughs> but Carrie um, they were brothers 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 you know yeah I mean <laughs> He's is he prom he's prominent on on Arrow right? He's the, the, the they're besties. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't he, like that. Yeah. I don't like that actor at all. From what I've seen of him, he just does not do anything for me. I I didn't. I wasn't here for that. I in that scene, I was more drawn to um, Sarah having the sort of disbelief. Mm -hmm. That yeah. she, she didn't want to accept that he didn't come back. She's like, right? Maybe yeah, no, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah, I, just, I was drawn more towards that than I was towards John Diggle crying yeah. and like we were brothers. We were like, what did he yeah. like? He knew what was happening before they yeah. went off to do this. Like, what does he think was going to happen? Yeah. Come on. And just a general beef that I I have had with this miniseries or this crossover is everyone is whispering so fucking much all the time and this guy that's his only tone he was my brother can you tell i'm sad you can tell i'm sad because there's two teardrops one coming out of each eye but this is the same voice i have when I also when i'm very happy you know what i mean like it's just it's uh and and that was the other thing like when we talk about Kavanaugh when when he was the, the the pariah he was like that the whole time that kind of thing and that there was one episode there was just so much fucking whispering like, speak yeah. up a bit and I and that guy I think kind of carries that torch <laughs> so anyways like, uh, but like, yeah but but our boy our girl Katie lots I keep trying to bring this back to positive <laughs> stuff because I really do like this episode oh I love it too but I'm gonna bust on it a little bit yeah, there's, yeah, things yeah. To bust on. there's always yeah. stuff to bust on that's, right, that's what that's I love yeah. about the Arrowverse shows they don't I take mean, thank God seriously yeah yeah so yeah like uh, Carrie said Sarah is like same way you know he was a specter you know who knows maybe he's around she doesn't want to deal with it yet and uh Supergirl and Flash show up all happy like hey man it's all one earth Argo City's back and then they tell him that Ollie didn't make it and uh they can't figure it out like, why didn't he give himself a second chance? And I was like, I just want one of the characters to, or Diggle, Diggle to be like, because we could only get eight episodes out of him. He, he, he wants to go off and do a pro wrestling show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen any of that? I haven't. He has a pro wrestling show called, called I Heels. I think it's out here. I don't. Okay. I've not seen it out here yet, but I mean, I'll, I'll have a look at it when it comes out, but mostly just to be like, what? No. And like, <laughs> hey, a male shirtless? Come on, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, no, I'm not going to complain. I very <laughs> much I, The oh, last time I was on here, you guys took me right down a path just like this about in what's his face is abs as well and we're not going back down that route okay 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 <laughs> oh, all i know is all i know is when travis said shirtless shirtless amel i saw uh laney's eyebrows uh, rise up just a little bit right there like oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> not do that uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so so to put a stamp on this being a legends episode the city is now under attack by a giant bebo which yeah. is great i didn't see it when I, this first aired i did not see that coming i was like mm-hmm. All right. i did not either bebo there's our yeah. guy there's oh our God. guy there's our guy i was so happy to see bebo and then mm-hmm. he was not <laughs> Again, in a very recognizable part of downtown Vancouver. Like, if you guys ever come, I can take you to all these locations. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what Travis is setting up as a little side hustle. Yes, yeah, uh, it's going to be my Legends tour bus. Yeah. It's going to drive a van, a stinky van around. Like, like, yeah, it's kind of sketchy, though. It is yeah. pretty sketchy. That's part of the charm. <laughs> what you call sketch, I call charm. Get in. <laughs> Sarah says you got to share a seatbelt. So Sarah says this isn't the first time this has happened. And uh, they're like, what? And she's like, it's a long story. And Flash goes, oh, yeah. Well, he told us about how you all use magical totems to become a giant Bebo to fight a time demon. She's like, well, I guess it's not such a long story. <laughs> right. And I got to tell you, we talked last time about our crossover MVPs. And last time we all agreed, it was uh, the actress, uh, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyler Lay. Oh, gosh, I can Kyler Lee, who plays Alex Danvers. Uh, hmm. In this episode, I really love Grant Gustin. I think he's just super fun, super charming in so many ways. And we'll get to it. But right here, he's great. And... So Sarah takes charge. Yeah, this is the most I've liked him. I, I had to go up and look. Okay, well, who's who's Grant Gustin again? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Again, one of the guys who's keeping Vancouver alive. Um, <laughs> he's yeah, yeah. Like I like I. I mean, I could kind of take or leave him in from what I've seen before, but this yeah, this time I'm starting to get like there's that charm. But also they're giving him a lot of. Um, Oh, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you so much. I can't believe I gotta go. Like he was just getting so many of those scenes, right? And I don't think he's as good at that as he is as he is with this, right? And you know what the biggest difference is, I think, from this last one? Everyone's in their superhero outfits, the costumes, the whole thing. And I think that's what the only thing that kind of holds stuff back in this miniseries, or a big part of what kind of holds back some of the stuff is maybe we'd be more along for the ride if it isn't people just in these different, like, beige jackets going to sort this stuff out, you know what I mean? Give it that color pop, right? And then I'll be more into just kind of taking these leaps from, okay, we're going to go from this earth, now we're going over to this earth, you know what I mean? Um, I do think it would be really somewhat interesting to have a superhero show where they actually show that these normal people who are superheroes that don't necessarily have super speed have to go and get changed. And that takes time. So, like, oh, no, something's horrible is happening. Let me slip into this skin tight leather all in one suit before I go fight crime. I need a hand on this earth, apparently. Apparently, I've got an extra inch on my waistline in this earth. You know, the Arrow Cave, that hole where they have all the costumes, what they don't ever show you is the giant boxes of gold bond powder so they can get into that. (laughs) And you can just hear that whenever they're walking up. Exactly. Corduroy. Pleather chafes. You know, yes. I didn't know if you know that or not. <laughs> That's why Amel left. He'd had enough of it. Eight seasons yeah. of chafed yeah. balls. Check. <laughs> Check, please. So, okay. so right. Sarah calls Nate Nava. We get to see Nate Nava. Uh, uh, we don't get to see Charlie or Zari or any of the other legends. No. Uh, 
but at least we get to see Nate and Ava. And, and then as uh, Lainey, uh, you all said, this is when they completely are breaking the fourth wall. You're like, oh, did you get shanghai into another crossover? You know, typical of these assholes. Well, they're committing felonies. And right. uh, so the other heroes, oh, I'm sorry. Ava says, well, one of the legends is there. And we cut to Mick at his book signing. Oh, that was funny. It was so oh, funny. The, the middle-aged woman like calling him Rebecca and then going, oh, I don't know what to call you. And he says, Rebecca's fine. <laughs> that was yeah, totally. so good. There you go. There it is. There it is. You got to hear his Richard Dreyfus. Okay, if I can figure out a way to shoehorn in Richard Dreyfus during the show, Travis, I will. <laughs> But speaking of Mick, Mick, the fact that Mick wasn't even like, oh my God, there's a giant people out there. There's something bad happening. But it was just like, he's ruining my signing, my book yeah, signing. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and what I also that's love is it's a me day. It's a me day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm meeting I with my it. fans. What do you call it? What do you call what's what the silver, silver something, silver foxes? Maybe that's what uh, his, uh, <laughs> calls his fan base. Silver foxes. <laughs> Pretty good, eh, guys? <clears throat> Speaking of Mick, and uh, we all know, you said you miss Mick. I Mick was always my favorite character. And I know that Dominic Purcell has proceeded to make an ass out of himself on social media. And there's been a lot of backlash, but I love him. I love what they did with the character. They took a one-note supervillain who's just mean and a murderer and by the end, by the time he leaves, he's writing romance novels. He's got kids. He's he's super fun. And a lot of uh, some of the, you know, the weirdo men's rights douchebags on IMDb. Oh, they pussified Mick Rory. I was like, no, they made him an interesting character is what they yeah. did. Because he was a one note character before then. He's fun now. Hey, we yeah. just won't call sure. attention to the way he behaves on. He, yeah, he yeah. drinks too much on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. what's funny is that when you see him as an actor like the character and the actor they seem a bit like the same person in real life and in tv like bit. mick is just so chill but like dominic's so chill and just like yeah i'm just here to live my life just give me a beer yeah. like it's like the same person yeah, you yeah, see. yeah. at least they, well, they played it up more right as like they saw that it, it suits his uh mm -hmm. his chill is uh shaka bra lifestyle but uh but carrie you know the difference is that on the tv show when mick is hanging around an attractive uh woman in her late teens early 20s it's his daughter in real life it's his girlfriend and that's kind of oh weird. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. yep <laughs> oh hollywood <laughs> so the other heroes are all like, well, what the fuck is this? Giant Bebos. And I, like I wrote down in my notes, they're in a fucking Legends episode. Ray's taking selfies. Yep. I so wrote that down as well as something to know. I thought it was really funny how like Supergirl and Flash are like, what are we going to do? There's a giant Bebo. And Ray's like, say cheese, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at yes. Like he's having the time of his life and just completely like, it shows the difference between all the different teams of heroes. Like, yeah, but legends just really don't take themselves that seriously. Seriously, and yeah. the show doesn't either. And that's where this—it really is. The creators and writers 
and the crew of legends in this episode that's that selfie moment is i'm putting a stamp on this like nope you're in the silly show now you know mm-hmm. the silly yeah. one that people like um because <laughs> the other Arrowverse shows sometimes have a tendency to take themselves a little too seriously you know uh but that's what makes the this this one like this TV show so like unique. It's part of the CW verse, but it's so unique. It's so like it's legends. You can mm-hmm. like make the difference, and people usually like make fun of it because it's like not that serious. But I feel like that's what makes makes uh make a lot of people still watch it and then fall in love with it. I sure. fell in love with this show because of so many reasons, but part of the reason why I'm, I'm, I love this show is the, like the silliness and everything that's, that comes with it. Like mm-hmm. I love the way it is. I would not see it another way. I don't like when it's too, I like when it's too serious, but like, I don't know. It's just, I just, it's a little touch. Yeah. Little sprinkles, touch. sprinkles, right? It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the icing, not the cake. Well, you know, who doesn't like the show is fucking John Diggle. Cause, uh, he says right here as Sarah's saying, hey, go get that cable. We're going to trip up the Bebo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diggle's like, I'm never, I'm never letting my kids watch <laughs> the show again. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Diggle. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. That was funny, but if you ever do that, we're coming for you, Diggle. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> it's David Ramsey's fault. <laughs> so Mick shows up and Sarah's surprised to see Mick. And I'm like, well, didn't Ava just tell her that Mick was there? But yeah, that anyway. was weird. That was weird. Yeah. These are the little things I will, I will always have to point out. Because no, just, she had just said that she was there anyways. So they all, so then this, so they get the cable around Bebo's legs and they're like, all right, everybody help pull. I'm like, Supergirl really need. I know. That's so help? weird. It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, it's a little funny, right? That it's got like yeah. that. <laughs> it's like flash heat wave. The atom and right. I don't know. Right, this will do it. And then some regular schlub jumps on at the end there, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Everybody join in, yeah. and they pull, and it goes right through his legs. Oh my god, he's an illusion. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Batwoman arrives. And like you said about the costumes, this might be the first time since the first episode we've seen Batwoman wearing the cowl with the red wig. Yeah. Yeah. And she shows up and it's, it's such a Batman move of like in a team up comic where all of a sudden Batman arrives and he's observing and yeah. deducing. And that's what Batwoman's <laughs> doing here. And she figures out, she says, well, first of all, I love Melissa Benoist. Take. How happy she was. Oh, she yes. was so excited. Yeah. When she goes, sweet. Oh, Kate's here. And, and then she goes, oh, 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 yeah, Batwoman's here. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Adorbs. World's and, finest. And it, that's the shame. And we see it later. We get to see the one scene later in the apartment with Ruby Rose and Melissa Benoist and uh, and Kyler. And it's so sad to know that that's it because the best Ruby Rose was as Batwoman was yeah. any scene she had working with Melissa Benoist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And uh, it was a shame that, you know, for whatever, it'd be Supergirl getting canceled and Ruby Rose leaving the show that they couldn't uh, get to do anything uh, ever again because they really had so much chemistry together that I, I loved seeing them together. But uh, I she, like yeah. Sorry, I like to imagine oh, that, that those characters had that interaction as well that we didn't get to see where like Kara, Supergirl was like, oh, hey, do you want to come hang out at my place with my sister? Yeah. Like, uh, come watch some TV with us because like Aww. she really fucking loves her. 
And I guess yeah, Batwoman used her, I don't know, bat sense because she's like, it's unnatural. Like, okay, whatever. Uh, her bat sense was tingling. And this is at the end of a long, like, like she, she's been d- doing detective work. And this is like, that was her figuring it out. At mm-hmm. the very and she figures it out. She goes, it's a diversion. And like, for what? And so Mick goes right away, well, I know what I would do. I'd steal something, get some food, get wasted, a couple venereal diseases, you know, yes, giddy yes. Old, clear them right up, right up. But so who is as this? We know, um, as we know, Carrie and Lainey, Mick Rory, full of venereal diseases, right? <laughs> yeah. Mick Rory what? He's, he's full of vir- venereal diseases. The clap, chlamydia, all of it. Remember? When they were looking for him in uh, season three when he was on the beach. A yeah. Rubicon. I oh, Lord. The yeah. Rubicon episode. Yeah. Gideon finds him and uh, mentions that he's uh, currently suffering from a number of venereal diseases. <laughs> what I'm mean... saying is it stinks down there. Who's this? Uh, who's this? Who's this? Who's this villain? Who's this villain? Okay, uh, we're going to get it. All right, oh, we're going to get into the villain here because my I'm a comic book geek, mm-hmm. old school yeah. comic book geek. You all know that. Never, not yeah. you. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have five thousand comic books, you know, <laughs> somewhere in New Jersey right now. This villain is Sargon the Sorcerer, who's not a villain in the comics. He was a superhero, a 1940s golden age superhero and they use him as a villain here and i gotta tell you it bothered me i'm like fuck you berlanti <laughs> you handsome Please. son of a bitch he's a hero how dare you well but uh lex luther is a hero in this earth so it should it shouldn't bother you at all there johnny it, mm. far for the it bothered me thank you very much well he says so the Flash uh, and Supergirl, I'm sorry, the Flash and a white canary confront him and Flash says, really, Bebo is nothing sacred? Apparently not. Sargon's yes. heroic legacy was not sacred. <laughs> His heroic okay. legacy trampled, trampled by the CW, I say. I thought he was great. I thought he was awesome. I loved this part. I thought, like, I, I knew he must have been based on somebody. I didn't know it was that far back. Right off, right off the page. He yeah, looked, looked awesome. right off the page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Sarah knocks him out and says that Bebo is off limits, which almost feels to me like it's a message to all the other shows. They're like, because <laughs> at a few of the other shows, they did have, they have been a few little Bebos in the background and such. And it's like the, the Legends writer's room <laughs> announcing like, okay, from here on in, you guys can't no fuck around Bebo. with Bebo. He's ours. Bebo <laughs> so is yeah. off limits. Yeah. Off limits. So they're back at the Arrow Cave having drinks it's one of the things i love about these shows is after they have missions i love the fact that they just show them all hanging out you're celebrating getting wasted and uh wild dog renee here is uh pouring out champagne and offers some to mick who asked what is that (laughs) you don't know what champagne is (laughs) mick being mick i guess yeah he just tells him it's alcohol and that's all he needs to know Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, Nash Wells arrives and says his little device on his wrist says that antimatter is growing and maybe the crisis has just begun. My friend Morty at Del, Mo- Del Boca Vista made it for me. It was great. <laughs> it took about 22 minutes. It was weird. 
That's that's a. I'm telling you, right after Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> you put on this Dax Bridges. Is that what his name? Dax? Nash Nash, Nash. Bridges. Was it Nash Bridges a show? Oh on... no, Nash Nash Wells. Nash Bridges. Nash Wells. <laughs> Nash Bridges was Don Johnson. <laughs> but it fits right in. It fits right in. Kavanaugh. He's got. He's still got that Ed sort of. Oh, I remember this young man. Seriously, somebody's got a green light. Though. And uh, I don't know about you guys. I like this little scene of Bess, uh, Sarah and Barry having a little talk oh. about Oliver. Yeah. And she's telling about climbing trees and that she's still a sore loser. And then she says that Ollie was the last person who knew her before she got on that boat. Um, except for her mother, who is alive, yeah. and they just completely... Please, can we her. talk about that? Like, she's talking about the last person that saw her, like, knew her from this, you know, the her past life. But then, who is your mother in, like, in this, in the mm. picture? Like, she mm. always, it's like, even let's not talk about this scene like in general it's like she always forgets she has a mother i think I the Arrowverse forgot that she had a mother yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's but just like, kind of like if it's convenient we'll make it important if it's not then we'll kind of leave it out kind of thing yeah i didn't i hadn't really thought about that but sheesh, at least you could just throw in something like uh aside from my mom just include one of those you know and then get into all that stuff that's all you needed and then we thought it was nice though Mm -hmm. I thought it was really nice her sort of recalling her journey that yeah. she went on because obviously Oliver Queen starred her journey and he's just died. So I did mm -hmm. think that it was quite a nice way and for it's, her to do that. Yeah, and it's Katie Lotts kind of sit talking too that I'm I kind of have to, you know, I started off as a bit player, but now this is uh, I got on the I, my boat. Like I'm 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 rowing the boat now, so it's pretty she cool. Really is as I mean, as far as the you know the creators of this whole Arrowverse. As far as you know, time spent. Katie Lotz is is the leader uh, at this point. She's been there the longest. I mean, yeah. it's just me though that like when she initially went for Sarah Lance, they didn't cast her because she wasn't CW enough for them. And now look at her. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this on the last episode because uh, the the original Sarah Lance is in one episode. She she drowns yeah. and the actress they get was. CW, you know, if you know what I mean. Oh my god, I'm so happy they didn't cast her and we got Katie Lutz instead. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry for the actress though. That like no, no, oh, yeah, no. I don't want to be mean, but it's just well, like you, you don't on. need to feel that you've sorry. already heard me tear apart Diggle yeah. a couple times today. So. <laughs> well, you don't need to feel they 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 couldn't have brought that actress back because you know accidents happen in your film in Vancouver and uh mm -hmm. Her feet washed up on shore. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. Accidents happen. Johnny knows a guy. <laughs> You're going to have to spill the tea anyways. Like eventually. Yes. It was just a dumb joke from our last episode. Yeah. About, yeah. <laughs> about the uh, mafia. That mafia ties in uh, to the CW. It's a long, good, a lot of connecting threads there. We don't want to go down this. But she says the legends are her family, and all of a sudden the shadow demons attack. And Martian yeah. Manor uh, contacts Ma, says that the the demons are back and they're hunting the paragons. And they're like, "Fuck, Ryan Choi, he doesn't have any superpowers except being able to, you know, take Bro, pubic hair, pubic hairs, and make beards out of beard them." It is weird, a really <laughs> bad beard. But he didn't have it today. No, he shaved that shit off. Good. 
so Sarah saves Ryan in a great, I love, she break, breaks the door down and kills the shadow demon with her staff. And that's the best, it's the best that these shadow demons are easily killed. Mm-hmm. Un- unlike in the comics where if they touch you, you explode. Yeah, but funny. in this funny one, you can what punch kills one them. in it's the like face. Literally everything kills them. Literally everything kills them. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that could have made him a little tougher. Maybe like just say, okay, so you got to make sure you have one of these if you're going to punch him. <laughs> just make sure you have this glove, you know, because they were like, you know, they were scary looking. They look great. Again, visual effects, but rather ineffective, shall we say. Mm. Yeah. So we're at the Arrow Cave. You notice I don't call it the bunker. It's the Arrow Cave to me always because that's what's in the comic books, man. <laughs> and Sarah's taking charge. And I love this shot, but... All the heroes are in the foreground and you see Sarah in the background giving orders, but Mick is standing right behind her. Like, cause he's yeah. her loyal Sergeant. He's, he's the yeah. XO. He's, he's her uh, commander. Will, Will Riker, you know, he's yeah. number one. Got it. And uh, ask um, Lainey and Carrie, uh, I'll tell you one of my favorite things in legends over the years was the relationship between Sarah and Mick. And how that grew. And when it started being like, when he calls her boss and just does whatever she says, like right here, Martian Manhunter never taps him on the head to give him his memories back. Doesn't need him. If Sarah Lance tells him, this is what happened, the, you know, the multiverse almost ended. He's like, whatever you say, boss. And that's all you need. And I love how loyal he is to her. It's one of yeah, my so favorite boring. relationships. And even like, the and Mick didn't even want to be with the like, you know, the smart guys that, you know, but Sarah says, you go with them to protect them. And then he goes, he has the rolling eye moment, but then he just listens, mm-hmm. which I think it's not like at some point he was like, you guys treat me like a puppet or something. But like, it's, it's much like about respect. Like he respects Sarah at this point because he, he knows what she's capable of and what she's done. So it's much about respect. But when you look at it at a, uh, like, I don't know, if you haven't watched the show and you see how Sarah, you know, gives orders to everybody, you you feel like hey, she's treating Mick like a puppet, which is not the case. But I love the respect that they have for each other. I don't know. And I you love where that? it goes. And we'll see Travis as it grows. Is He ends up with the same relationship with Ava. Uh, oh, yeah. That we oh, saw yeah. the last season. The last season oh, we saw how they were con- conflicted at it grows into where he's both of their uh, he's there. He's the number two for both of those guys. Cause they are eventually the co-captains of the ship. Yeah. And uh, Nash says the anti-monitor is alive. And Mick says, Oh, well, why don't we just toss him into the sun and watch him burn? So- <laughs> oh, what an efficient like idea. And mm. that's what they did in the comic books. That's exactly how they kill him in the comic books. Oh, really? They toss him into the sun. They toss him into the sun. He explodes out of the sun as a living fireball, and the Golden Age Superman punches him and kills the anti-monitor. But Nash Wells here just calls Mick a dummy. Yeah. uh, And uh, Sarah defends him, of course. And uh, Ray and Ryan Choi go, hey, matter or antimatter can't be destroyed so why don't we just shrink it forever, shrink them forever with the atom technology into what Ray calls the atom verse. And Ryan's like, ah, how about microverse? No, microverse. Like, 
I like that, but I think it's a copyright violation. Marvel, <laughs> Kevin Feige's got lawyers. Let me just Is it say. true? Is is that a oh, Marvel it's thing? It's very true. Yeah. That's Ant-Man. That's Ant-Man. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got you. <laughs> and so Nash says he can make this shrinking bomb real quick and calls Ray a D-leaguer. And I'm just getting more and more. I'm so like, fuck you, dude. D-leaguer. Were you an IMD reviewer talking about Legends of Tomorrow? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> So Sarah gives everyone their assignments and sends them all away. Ryan tells her that it's going to work and they got to do it for Oliver and his sacrifice. And I got my heart swelled as Sarah says, okay, we're going to go down. We're going to go down fighting right to break. And we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. State coordinates of new land acquisition. Oh, we know that big oak tree that got struck by lightning. Negative. The barn with a funny cow mural. Negative. One-eyed scarecrow. Negative. Giant water tower. You're not from here, are you? I've never seen him. That hardly matters. Robots don't know you. We do. Hey, how's your dad doing? For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get to the thrilling conclusion of Crisis on Infinite Earth, I want to ask our guest, Carrie Laney, Bebo's Legends podcast, what do you got going on? What's coming up? We have so much coming up and I guess like this is the best time to mention that on what day is it? I don't know. God help me. On Monday, Saturday, Saturday, April 16th. Sat, sat, so on Saturday, April 23rd, Bebo's Legends podcast is going to be live on Instagram with Eric Go, who is uh, Mr. Parker, guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. So excited. Yeah, we're really thrilled. We'll be uh, meeting the Mr. Parker character this season, Travis. Okay. All right. Oh, you're going to love Mr. Parker. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah. It, but I have a question, though. Could you say the full name of Mr. Parker? Like, what do you say? Like, the, the, the show that the little girl wanted, loved to watch. Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. That's so funny. Because I was, uh, I was, I always thought that was so weird because I say, Cul-de-sac, like in French. It's sac And you guys say, what do you say? No, I'm Scottish, oh, mate. So I say, I say, cul de sac. Here's the question. What do you call more than one cul de sac? Uh, I know the answer to this one. Yeah, it's <laughs> cul de sac. That's right. It's Cull's fucking weird. Yeah, I know. It's not right. There we go. I would say cul de sac either way. You just add an S and that's it. <laughs> So is this, is this what the show is? You guys, is this what your show is? You're just talking about cul-de-sacs with the guy <laughs> talking about what, city planning with, with, yeah. with members of the Legends cast? Count this is me we in. Exactly it. Um, but yeah, so we have that coming up and we're putting the feelers out for um, some more people. So, you know, bear with yeah, us. That's incredible. It's amazing how you guys have, have got these uh, hats off to you. That's awesome. Yeah. You don't know how that happened. Because yeah, you're awesome. It's because you know what you're doing. Yeah, and you know, if you're ever really hard up for a guest who's not been on Legends and you just need someone, <coughs> you know, you're okay. You got to understand. See, uh, Travis and I have a because you know we 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 pull no punches with our show. Occasionally, we've lost some listeners, and one was um, some year, a couple years ago where we got. We made it clear how we felt about our politics. And I saw some a few things drop off. And I'm like, oh, good. 
And then one episode, uh, you know, we might have, I don't know, we might have made fun of shippers and our numbers plummeted. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with you. I didn't make fun of them. I didn't make fun of them. I said, I think you said something like, you know, a lot of a lot of these people who watch like, and, and uh, so you got to be careful if you upset. I'm like, if I upset anybody who's in the, from the shipping community, I don't care. <laughs> that, that was my response. That was my response. I wasn't making fun of anybody, but like, come on, life's too. Oh my god, I I, I can't upset the shippers. How can I show myself in public if I've upset? I the mean, shippers? they take themselves very seriously. Yeah, so, so, so I told. Thank so God you I'm are told. not. I mean, Travis. Thank God you're not a celebrity. You would have get in con- canceled. Like, I know. <laughs> and thank God you don't know Rowan because like, oh my God, you uh I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty big right. in the Midwest, mid Midwest states, any place where you can get Farm Bureau financial insurance. I can I can barely walk down the street when I'm in the robot outfit, that is. <laughs> yes. Unrecognizable otherwise. Uh to, to clarify, Travis is the uh the spokesperson for Farm Bureau Financial where he plays a robot. Yeah, I just and, shot. Uh, I just shot fantastic. four more ads for them in Dallas, Texas. Recently, it was the best. It was. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. They're they're the best. We we include ads for them uh, just because we need something to put during the break there. <laughs> um, and I, I I do not we do not receive any compensation, but 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 trust oh. me, they're 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 looking after me. I appreciate it a lot. I'm happy to to sell their product for free. <laughs> and so, what else do we got going on, Travis? <laughs> Well, we've I'm got sorry. all these other great shows here on the Palm Podcast Network. Sorry, lady. Um, uh, and, but uh, that everyone should check out. But aside from that, we've also got our live wrestle watch along uh, that we do on Twitch every other Saturday called Mystery Titan Theater. We had the last show our, was our 50th with our buddy Zubin. Tons of laughs again. Uh, card from 1982. So that's it. Yeah, every other Saturday on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. We're being joined by a, like a legit wrestler, Taro. Uh, former tag um, member of uh, Excalibur, who's on AEW now, the, the announcer for them. So uh, he's an awesome guy, really, really funny guy, guy who we met through chatting on the, the live shows. It's awesome that we're really this last show. We had people chatting like usually I can read all the comments while we're watching, but there's too many this time. So that's a good sign. So more and more people are watching it live. But if you can't make it live. We, uh, I put the shows up on YouTube later. That's youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis washing machine. I put up a poll recently. Did you see that, Johnny? No. About who's everybody's favorite recurring guest. And the oh. numbers aren't that big yet, but but I think you'll be interested to see uh, who's uh, kind of leading the way. Well, you know, we um, mentioned Amel's a wrestling fan. We do th- uh, this podcast. Maybe we can pull Amel. Uh, yeah. for uh, Mystery Titans Theater. For Mystery Titans Theater. Oh my God, that'd be huge. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's It's always such a good time. Even if you're not a wrestling fan. And now is the part of the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking today. It's time for Savage Brew. Well, as you know, <laughs> I am here in Vancouver, British Columbia, so I, yeah, I'm not that much of a fucking lush, Johan. We've talked about this before, but I am enjoying, or have been enjoying, another one from our friends at Phillips Brewery and Martin Company. It's a lovely label. You can see it there. Uh, glitter bomb. Hazy pale air. Uh, 5% alcohol. And I like, you know, I like a little bit of hoppiness in, the, in, my, in my beers. And uh, usually I like a citra or citrusy flavor. But it's nice to change something here with this, this particular hazy. It has a bit of a smoky 
kind of feel. And normally I don't do that, but it fits. And uh, yeah, no, it's nice. You can have a couple on the weekend and enjoy yourself. It's only 5% and it won't kill yourself too much. But Mr. Johan, yes. I noticed our guests here today. That's nice of us to be joined by Miss, Miss Kari and Laney. And I, I just wanted to put it out there. If they're ever in the hell area, if they want to stop by my neck of the woods, we can play games. I've got Jenga, but I should warn you, it's the bigger ones. It's the bigger blocks. So you got to be good at handling that large wood. Now, Johnny, <laughs> Johan, before I go, one last thing. This particular beer, far too sophisticated a flavor palette for your infantile taste buds. Goodbye. Wow. I'm, I apologize for that. I didn't think he'd go there. Crazy. He is a villain. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but charming. That was iconic. Glad you enjoyed it. I, though, I, I am DB curious. the part of the show where i like to take a deep dive into the imdb for each episode and see what kind of gold i can pull out but before uh we get to that i want to give a little shout out to uh vancouver girl who provides our imdb curious music she recently uh has had a little bout of the covid Ugh. but she's doing better i uh, keep uh, you know in touch on twitter and everything she's doing better so uh shouts out to her hope she's feeling better that's good and uh first up is some trivia and I love it when people just decide they're authors when they're writing up their little bits of trivia <laughs> and fail. In an interview, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville, pulled up a softball fan question that plainly asked Stephen Amell if it was fun to film the crossovers. Hesitating for the same amount of time that Oliver would hesitate before trying to save Felicity or Mia, Amell said that it wasn't. In his words, they're not brutal. You just can't come. They just can't come out great. Fans love them. I always think what we leave on the about what we leave on the table because we try and shoot and something that's really extraordinary with amazing scope within the confines of our typical schedule. It's never made any sense to me. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking. There <laughs> you go. I was. I, 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 I could click. I would. Um, I almost think that if they spread this out over four shows this whole thing and it didn't have the little kind of where they were adding that kind of schmaltzy flash stuff i was talking about and the more kind of individual things that it might be an even more tight little package you know what i mean they're still throwing a ton in there um but that might be related to what that guy's saying mm -hmm. now it's time for goofs and um, we, as we like to bring in Goofy for this, uh, bring him out of retirement. Uh, thanks for joining us, Goofy. Wait a second. Um, Did we not have a review from Drufke there, dude? Oh, no, we're getting to that. Okay, okay. Save the best for last. Yeah, but right. uh, this is a different kind of goof. This I've never seen this on the IMD before. It's incorrectly regarded as goofs. 
Okay. Lex Luthor accepts his Someone Nobel calling it a goof is a goof? Yes. It's 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 the dragon that eats its own tail, Travis. Okay. <laughs> Lex Luthor accepts his Nobel Peace Prize at a small ceremony in National City. The Nobel Prize ceremonies are held in Oslo, Norway. However, oh. however, this is intentional. The episode is set in a new universe. The purpose of the Nobel Prize scene is to be a sign that something is not quite right. That's funny. There you go. Hmm. There you go. A nice. Three touch. out of four. That's somebody. That's somebody oh, wow. not. That's somebody not saying you don't get a no prize kind of thing, right? It's in someone. Someone put in a goof that said, "Why are they doing the Nobel Peace Prize at National City?" And someone else had to come in and go, "Uh, uh, uh." <laughs> oh, I just. It's my time to shine. What was the guy's name who typed that in? <laughs> I did not get his just name. Just waiting to pounce. Oh, I swear somebody's going to call that a goof, and I'm just going to stomp all over them. And now it's time for viewer reviews. Now, Laney. Carrie, normally I like to go into the reviews and find the weirdos and the numbskulls. And for these crisis ones, lots of both. But in the first episode, I discovered a gem. Mm -hmm. Prolific IMDb reviewer and mm -hmm. dedicated Arrow fan, Thomas Drufke. And he has a review for each episode of the crossover. And he's I don't know. What, how would you describe him, Travis? He's a wordsmith in a word, a wordsmith. Uh, <laughs> uh, William Shakespeare had a pen. This guy had the IMDb uh, uh, section, comment section. I, I've, I've said it before. Yo-Yo Ma had a cello. This guy has the IMDb comment section. He is uh, it, it, just strap yourself in. Get comfortable. Get cozy. Mm -hmm. Pull up. Uh, get your a cup of tea. Your favorite slippers on. For and, a segment. Uh, I call, you can't handle the Drufke. It was tough to truly take in the ramifications of Oliver's choice to sacrifice himself in the fourth part, because in the back of my mind, I always thought that he was going to return at the end of the fifth part. With that said, the way they handled his death and tribute in the last 15 minutes of this episode was certainly a worthy way for his legacy to go out on top. I still have plenty of questions on how this show goes on for two more episodes, one of them being the backdoor pilot without him being alive. Unless he appears as some sort of ghost to each of the main cast so they each get one more final scene with him. But in all, it was important that this crossover do Oliver justice, especially considering the mistakes in regard to Oliver's death in part one. And I think they accomplished that for the most part. And on a completely different note, I'm glad Diggle now has a daughter named Sarah as well, reversing back of Barry's flashpoint mistakes. Nine out of ten. Oh, very good. Uh, out in a blaze of glory, man. I don't. I wonder if we'll ever hear from that guy again. Well, I don't know. He, he he made it clear that once Arrow was done, and he was done with the Arrowverse. But you know what? I totally agree. Uh, like I have no idea. As I said, I don't care how they're gonna wrap up the arrow. This kind of made me like think like that that characters they put a bow on them kind of thing, and anything else would feel feel pretty superfluous. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but I, mean, I guess if you're watching the show, you got all these other characters and loose ends and stuff you might need to tie up. Yeah, but well, here's the thing: ten out of fifteen found that helpful. That's better than he usually hits. Better than that's like sixty-seven percent. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. He's not gonna be. It, it's it's the other thing about Drufke too, ladies is. You won't recognize his. He'll he'll die before everyone recognizes his greatness. It's like Van Gogh kind of thing, right? So what that means though is five five people, they can't handle the Drufke. That's right. 
<laughs> I don't miss that segment, Matt. Five okay, so, <laughs> so we cut back to the show, and thousands of shadow demons are descending on Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And we get our CW heroes walking to a fight scene, which I always love. They're just kind of just walking down the street. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's those bright colors. Why do they always walk in the middle of the road? That's <laughs> not right. That's <laughs> badass. It's dumb. Why are you walking the dumb. line? It is dumb. Just walk but, the, but, but there's those bright colors I'm talking about. Yeah, keep your outfits on the whole time. Even my Manhunter, uh, Martian Manhunter, gets all green and stuff here. Yeah, he gets a new look too. He's got a new costume that looks more like the comic book, and mm-hmm. uh, even says "New Earth, New Look." And uh, hmm. Dreamer's there out of nowhere where she pops in, and uh, Wild Dog is there because when you're gonna fight the Anti Monitor, guns. Guns yeah. are gonna be <laughs> whatever, man. And bring that costume in there, man. That's a badass looking costume. It looks exactly like the way it looks in the in the mm-hmm. comics. And it's great because at one season of Arrow, they get rid of that and give them a more like armored look, which stinks. But yeah. the hockey jersey look is the best. And, and, the, uh, and the Jason mask it's, ugh, kicks ass. And we don't see all the heroes walking. You see some of the heroes walking, and then one by one throughout the scene, more just sort of pop in, like, oh, there's Alex Danvers. Hey, there's Superman. Diggles here. All right. It would. It, that's a, what the biggest thing that the thing that was most jarring was. Oh, Superman. Oh, oh. By the way, Superman's here. Like that's so <laughs> that it's so weird to just kind of have him in parenthetical in this. And I know within the uh, within the 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 CW universe, he is at this point. He's not as much of a major player as anyone. But, not yet. But he's Superman, and so it's hard not to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, don't worry. We've also got my friend Superman. You feel like you kind of buried the lead, you know? Any guest list, Superman's probably in, in, in the top little section. <laughs> anyway, that was a while. Like, it was just a little weird that I feel like for all the stuff that they were devoting their stuff to that I've talked about already, they could have given him a little bit more here to kind of, and where, so where it's not just like, remember, we got a, uh, a Superman here too, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's I in a deleted scene. I kind of like, forgotten about him on these mm-hmm. scene. It's right. like the only moments I really realized that he was there is when Ray shrinks him. Yeah. And then at the right, end right, when right. like uh, her wife called for the boys. That's the it. Boys. Like I yeah. felt like he wasn't we didn't see him that much on yeah. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really like him. I really yeah. like oh, he's him. Great. He's he's a he's my favorite Superman since Christopher Reeve, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest. I, I think he's just great. And uh, <clears throat> so the tech team's working on this bomb, and uh, Mick and Killer Frost go to fight the Shadow Demons. And uh, I, and I love that they keep calling back to their relationship because he had kidnapped her before she was Killer Frost, and they bicker every time they get together. And uh, she tries to throw some shade on him for writing his book, and you know, and uh, he's like, she's like, I read your book, Rebecca. Rebecca. And I love that he just turns and goes, which one? I'm very prolific. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, don't shame me. Yeah. So the shadow demon attacks and they go back and forth on who's going to kill until fuck motherfucking black lightning shows up and takes care of it. He's so badass. I love this actor. I love him. Yeah. Just give me more costumes, more costumes. That's a me at this point. That's all I'm just chanting. Costumes, costumes. Carrie Laney, did you ever watch any of the black lightning show? I started watching it and then I gave up and it has been in my 
um, watch list, I guess, yeah. forever. And now I'm trying to watch every CW show I've never watched and maybe start Avengers or something. Like, I'm trying. Right, right, right. <laughs> but that guy seems so lost on this episode, though. Yeah. I love it. Well, he is. Is he came from an earth with no other superheroes on it. So he's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Carrie, did you ever watch Black Lightning? I have not. It's on my watch list. And basically, I was going to try to watch Riverdale. And then the next one is Black Lightning. However, I think that I don't I don't think I can take any more Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've tapped out on Riverdale. Apparently, it's gone completely wacky. And all I said, here's what I wanted when this happened. One scene. One scene in Riverdale where they look up and the skies are red, just to be like, it's Earth R, where Archie lives. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It doesn't make any sense to me what the hell they've done with it just now. I'm watching it and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what though? Because I like Archie comics, okay? I named yeah. my kid Archie, okay? Uh, I love Archie comics. Okay? I love a good Betty and Veronica team up, and I got like the Betty, Veronica, Harley, and Ivy crossover comics and stuff like I love it. Mm-hmm. However, what the fuck are they doing? I don't get it. As soon as they graduated them from high school and now it's grown up Archie, I don't care. I want to see them. I don't I want to see them in high school with Mr. Weatherby and stuff. I, I love all the serial killers and the weird shit, but you still need them in high school. And once it's like, we're going to do a five year uh, ju- time jump and it's everyone's grown up. I'm like, I don't want to watch grown up Archie. I want to watch teenage Archie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Black Lightning comes very soon because I don't think I can take any yeah, more. Well, I, <laughs> I, I gave up on it and then went back to it because there was little things I didn't like. The original costume was too bulky, but this costume looks really slick. And, uh, and he kills the shadow demon. And uh, they're like, who are you? And I just love, he's like, I'm the guy who just saved your ass. And uh, I'm from Freeland. Don't call me Sparkles. Uh, talking to Mick. And uh, I'd forgotten um, once again, the, there's a, another pr- prison break connection. Cress Williams, who plays Black Lightning, was in season four of Prison Break with Dominic Purcell no and uh, Wentworth and Wentworth Miller. Miller. Yeah, hmm, funny. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't even see him. I mean, I guess I didn't notice him, but I've watched every season of Prison Break, and I don't remember him. He's in the is- fourth one, I think. Aren't they like? Don't they get? They break out of jail and then end up in another jail in like South America or something. I don't Yeah. Something like that. But uh, so they're fighting the anti-monitor. Diggle's there and uh, the anti-monitor says some shit, you know, straight from the comic about crushing everyone beneath his boot. And Sarah gets to give the big motivational speech, which just should have been stamped with, <coughs> out of the way, Katie Lott's here. This is my show. Yeah. I get to give the big fucking speech. Yeah. And we will not fail this world for Oliver. And they attack the anti-monitor with Great guns stuff. and batarangs. I know, but like part of my soul died when they were all like, for Oliver, for Oliver, for Oliver. Yeah, but that was so weird. Was like, well, yeah, it was, it was a touch too far in the whole, we're going to do this. Well, she could have just been like, we're going to do this for Oliver's sacrifice. And then they could have done it instead of everybody taking a turn at being like, for Oliver. Yeah. Like half of those people didn't even know Oliver. Well, especially uh, when we get to, I love at the end with Black Lightning. He's like, didn't know the motherfucker seems like a good dude, right? All right. Yes, yes I know, I know. That's a nice <laughs> and, uh, But it doesn't work. The anti-monitor punches the ground, scattering him, and then grows into a giant. And I 
geeked out the first time. The CGI is pretty good. I think so. I think it's great. And it's a total homage to the cover of Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. number 12. Giant anti-monitor being attacked by every superhero. Yeah. I was really wishing they would at least try to do something with his face at the end that would kind of look like the uh, the original uh, anti-monitor. Oh, in- instead of scrotum, uh, the scrotum face anti-monitor yeah, yeah, we get yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have but... noticed something that I didn't understand. Do you know when they were fighting the anti-monitor and then at some point, Sarah kept going around the anti-monitor and then at some point he saw her watching him and then he got angry. I didn't understand. Like, did he feel like she was, I don't know, provoking him or something? Or I guess she, she's the leader. She's leading the attack, I guess. That's a... But I don't know if you noticed how she was looking at him and he looked at her and then he, yeah, I don't know where yeah. he the anti-monitor, Well, the anti-monitor probably looked at her. He's like, didn't I see you as a backup dancer for Lady Gaga? That was a hell of a <laughs> I just feel like maybe it was because she's led the team into that fight. He knew that she had led the team into that right. fight. He could see himself surrounded and he could see her just casually walking around looking at him like, well, oh, look at my fucking team kicking yeah. the fucking ass. And he was like, like fuck no, look what I can do. Watch me get fucking big guys. Yeah, if I cut the head off the snake, yeah, then the, the rest will fall, maybe thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't flash- know. I thought I, th- I thought they had like something personal or something because yeah. she seemed pretty mad yeah. at him. She uh she uh turned him down. She uh rebuffed him. I was gonna say they're exes, but you're yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a shot. He's like, you know, maybe we can make this work. Like, I don't she's know. Like, she's like, look, I like I like chicks, I like guys, not too big into anti-monitors. And whatever Sorry, this is going work. at, like, first of all, if you do something with your skin, start with that. <laughs> I mean, you're a really nice guy. I like you a lot. You're a really nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> So that, Barry, now, now that look makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> so Barry runs the Star Labs to help him build the bomb. And I love this little bit. He builds the bomb real fast and they go, just throw it at him and push that button. And he just points at it. He goes, oh, this one. And they go, no, 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 no. And the way he just goes, relax, relax. I'm not pushing the fucking button. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so the anti-monitor is squeezing Superman to death. Ray's bringing the bomb there. And I love the scene. Like, I knew Supergirl was not going to die. But I lost myself in the moment where the slow music builds and she's about to sacrifice herself flying. And I'm like, is she, I'm like, are they going to kill this bitch? I'm like, she's got her own show. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, they've already killed off Arrow, and he's got two episodes. I mean, maybe they were in my head at the time. I was thinking maybe they're gonna kill Supergirl and bring her back and do the death of Superman uh, yeah. bit, but with Supergirl, who knows? Mm-hmm. And uh, but Ray gets there in time and gives her the bomb. Deeper tells- that scene, though, I do think yeah. I really enjoyed the fact that they managed to convey all of that without mm-hmm. having her do the sort of cheesy, cringy thing that Supergirl does do, where she overly. Right her motives like yeah. you can see it in her face she didn't have to be like oh no my cousin i must save him mm-hmm. i'm gonna fly so fast you could just see it and i i did appreciate that at least mm-hmm. yeah i thought so too and i love this bit uh ray tosses her the bomb and says because it's a it's a bit of this like girl power the girl power thing they do with supergirl and that's fine but this made me laugh so hard Oh, no, goes, no, it, did. I, I was, it didn't make me laugh. It made me go, yeah. 
Well, yeah, no, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, throw it like a girl. And she goes, always. And she throws it like a girl. You know what I mean? The elbow is down here. (laughs) I didn't notice that. It's the funniest bit. She literally quote unquote throws it like a girl. And but she's a Kryptonian girl. So that motherfucker goes, that's right. That's right. And shrinks down the anti-monitor and he's gone for good. Yay. And uh, but Superman still shrinking to this day. To this he's day, definitely shrinking, still shrinking. Right now, he's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> so he shrinks away forever. Superman's tiny, and again, Legends episode. Yeah, we just had this great big moment, and here's some goofiness. We got a little Superman, <laughs> and Ray fixes him. Sarah says, "Thank you, Ollie." And then, as we get to the wrap ups, first is uh, Madam President is addressing the country. Have we seen this person before? This I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so. Well cast, I buy it. Yeah, she says our our brave superheroes have saved us from a creature called the Anti Monitor, and and this is the quote unquote Silver Age DC cheesiness that I like. It's not Marvel where like nobody really likes the superheroes, or we don't know. Do we trust them? This is literally like our brave superheroes who we love so much. I I like that stuff. It's very 1960s. And uh, and this is when they cut to all the heroes uh, watching from home. Like I mentioned, we see Kara, Alex, and Kate. And uh, Diggle does have a daughter again because Oliver fixed some shit. We find out in the last episode of Arrow that Amel's not in. Um, Captain Lance is alive again. So Sarah's dad is actually alive. You know, baby girl. Oh, baby guy. girl, I'm alive. The Expedia.com The Expedia.com guy. Uh, and it fixes a bunch of stuff, including this. He because uh, remember Flashpoint uh, changed uh, Diggle's daughter to a son. Now he's got both. Hmm. And the president, when she's talking about like, thank you for uh, from a grateful nation and a grateful planet. And when soon as they say a grateful planet, they cut to Superman flying through the sky, which is intentional because around the same time in the comics too, they really wanted to back off from Superman saying stuff like truth, justice, and the American way. Superman represents the entire planet. And that was oh, yeah. definitely done on purpose. <laughs> and uh, and we, as you mentioned, uh, Lainey, uh, Lois calls him about the boys. And he's like, boys? Because when this started, they had one kid and it was a baby. And I just wanted Lois to be like, yep, we got two of them. And now they're teenagers out of nowhere. <laughs> It was he was a baby five episodes ago, and now they're teenage boys. And we're yeah. gonna move to Smallville, and have a show that looks like it was filmed like a movie. Was <laughs> Are they, is that all they're doing there? Just kind of introducing. Yep. there's gonna be a new show. That's what yep. I yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the president says that Oliver Queen, the first of our heroes, has sacrificed himself and asked for a moment of silence. And I love they cut around all the heroes doing their moment of silence and Mick does have a beer which is great i like it gives it a little yeah nice touch and he was like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. and i gotta tell you because i get emotional like the older i get the more i cry at anything commercials whatever anyway, <laughs> the president says a grateful nation thanks you mr queen god bless you and god bless the united states of america oh tears travis tears Please. coming out of my eyes jerk off motion over here north of the border tell you what uh, 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 <laughs> it's not so much about that's what the president would say it's yeah, not the american i know i know it's fine and then we cut to the um the, the 
the birth of the new multiverse. And it's Oliver Queen doing the narration we heard in the first episode that's right from the beginning of the comic book. And the big reveal is that it's not one universe. It's a new multiverse that you have to have HBO Max to watch. Uh, that's <laughs> that's what's happened. And we see all the new Earths. We see Earth 12, which is Green Lantern. Earth 19, which was canceled after one season for Swamp Thing. Uh, Earth 21, Doom Patrol. Uh, well, can Earth- you talk about the, the guy that was dancing for Doom Patrol? There yes. was a guy that was twerking. <laughs> they I don't know if you saw that. What is that <laughs> from? What is that from? That was so cute. Doom it's Patrol. from an episode never, of Doom Patrol. I've never seen it. So where's Doom Patrol? What channel is this? HBO on? Max. Yeah, is it good? It's fan fantastic really yeah have you all um, seen doom patrol wait you missed earth two here. there too you missed earth two and start oh i'm getting to that i'm saving okay. that one uh yeah. i was gonna ask if uh carrie and uh laney you, so you haven't seen doom doom patrol i saw clips but i've it's never great. watched it it's is if it's super super weird it's just like the grant morrison comic books uh from the late 90s doom patrol it's totally surreal and weird and it's wonderful um, then we see Earth Nine, which is Titans, which is also on HBO Max, which I enjoy immensely. But and so if you ever get a chance, watch it. It's super fun. But oh, you did watch Titans, and you'll agree yeah, with me. It yeah, doesn't make any some, sense. Yeah. No, I mean like, we we have we used to have Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and now we don't. I cannot go and get any of them. Oh wow bizarre but i think like i we have titans so i've been watching it yeah titans is great if you turn off your brain because if you yeah. try to make any sense out of the plots it's it's ridiculous but uh, actually, i have a yeah. an eight-year-old daughter well documented on this show so we love uh teen titans go still very popular in this oh yeah, my kid loves teen titans go we got all the funko pops like the best, the best. teen so titans good. go to the movies was one of my favorite movies that came out that year it was fantastic really funny really funny and then earth 2 is star girl which do you all get star girl because i love it i love it I want to watch it so bad. I, I I've heard amazing, you know, like review on that show. It's but I've never actually watched it. It's wonderful from both. It's just everything about it. It's I again comic book nerd, but especially I love the golden age DC superheroes, the Justice Society, and that's mm-hmm. what this is all based on. And the only negative I could say about the show in, in the second season is the actress who plays Star Girl. From Bella and the Bulldogs, I learned recently. That's oh. another show my daughter loves. Like dumb Nickelodeon Disney Channel. Crap. Okay. Crap. But you can tell that 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 some of them are destined for like, oh, I wonder what uh what this one's up to now. And then I just was out today. I'm like, oh, she's Stargirl. She's Stargirl. That's hilarious. And I would never have made that connection. She's a beautiful young woman in her early 20s, but she's playing a 16-year-old. And in the last season, it is unmistakable. You couldn't miss it every camera shot that they could of her butt they do it's non-stop not every non-stop shots of her and i'm like yeah she's a beautiful woman they're showing off her body but she's playing a child Mm -hmm. it's a little weird it's a little or maybe i'm just obsessed with butts but who knows it could be both (laughs) i I do like stargirl i get to meet her soon and i'm really excited about that it's something i'm really and here's the legends of connection guys remember the the blackbeard the pirate from season three of uh legends that's the guy playing the shade 
in Stargirl. And uh, he's wonderful on Stargirl. So you know, okay. all these shows, they, they're all, they all interact. And but last but not least, Earth 96, the Brendan Routh Superman is still alive. And he flies and he smiles at me, Travis, and kind of waves and tears, tears again. Woo. You know, and his, his uh, crest is not the black one anymore. Yes, it's the original one. crest. So everything's happy now for him. And uh, so we cut to Earth Prime. That's the, our new Earth, Earth Prime. And we're at the Hall of Justice, the, the hangar from the invasion crossover. And you got Flash and Sarah talking to Oliver's suit in, in, under glass. And uh, again, yeah, like I mentioned, Black Lightning, he's kind of standing there, standing there like every guy you've ever seen at a memorial service who's there but didn't know the deceased. Yeah. The, he has that look <laughs> on his face, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, must have been a good dude. Uh, so we got uh, we got uh, some uh, sandwiches at this thing or what? <laughs> do, you, do you validate parking? I'm gonna need it. It was just so funny how they just went from um, "We miss you, Oliver" to "Hey guys, I have a table here." Yeah, Check out this new tabletop entertainment system. Yeah, black like, black, black lightning goes a. Uh, can I get a copy of the death certificate so I can get the bereavement rate on my uh, yes. back at his job <laughs> at the airline? So Supergirl lights. I just saw that Seinfeld Travis the other day. So, uh, Supergirl lights the eternal flame with her heat vision, and uh, Black Lightning is like, "Ask Flash." He's like, "So why an abandoned building?" And he's like, "No, no, this is an old Star Labs black site that nobody knows exists. Nobody knows it exists. It's in the middle of a cornfield." Hmm. have planes <laughs> never flown over this i mean how does nobody not know this exists yeah and flash says hey man we could meet up here in case we have another crisis and uh, this what my might be my favorite little bit of acting that grant gustin does here superman says <clears throat> great idea barry and the way grant gustin goes thanks superman like oh superman <laughs> likes my idea yeah, Ooh, yeah. so <laughs> sweet pretty cool and uh black lightning's like yeah was this necessary and they all just kind of look at him and he's like oh it's like that huh yeah. again he, he's yeah the, yeah because he doesn't know that it happens all the time yeah, yeah. he doesn't know this shit happens all the time and then barry shows him like you said the dope table with the chairs with all their insignias on it and i gotta tell you i want these chairs i want them all <laughs> I want them all, and I want them for my barbecues outside of my deck. I was gonna, all I was my gonna friends say some, get one. Some Uber dweeb would set them up for our, our weekly Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, hey, don't get it. Only I get in the arrow seat, pal. Like that oh, nobody sits in the arrow seat. That's the empty yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want that. I want that dope no, black light. No, it was an awesome yeah. reveal. Awesome reveal. Yeah, I was, so yeah. I was so proud. I was so proud when I saw um, Sarah going to like have. She had. Her own chair. I felt yeah. so proud. Yeah. Like, and it's really, and that's what I mean is this, I feel like without even knowing what's coming and how much everyone's involvement is in this, to me, this feels like Berlanti's just at his last kind of, this is his last kind of big thing where he's going to put all of his heart into everything and just kind of pull that. And this is like the last kind of, Ugh! and he's like kind of left this thing. And now it's like, okay, I've done what I can here. Whatever happens now, um you guys kind of everyone's kind of got to take the reins this is the feeling i have watching this Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it's true but it does feel like it if if these if these shows are 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 getting 
there's less and less of them now, right? And, yeah. and less and less of an influence. It feels like like he's everything that he had worked up to and everything that he had built. This is kind of like the 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 kind of here's the the trophy. Like in this whole this feels the most to me like he's really like this was maybe when he had this idea for a CW verse. This is kind of his last kind of big crown jewel at the end and this feels mm -hmm. like that like he's really kind of put everything he can into this and that and that this moment feels like okay so now it's you guys are at this table now and and uh, it's not just you know the superheroes but he's like i think he's telling like this is kind of again meta to the writers rooms of legends and of everybody else that you guys have to kind of uh keep this thing alive you know yeah and what actually happens is the teaser here is like cool we're gonna get a bunch of team-ups and we're gonna have a cw justice league nope it never we, happens. We I do not. Yeah. But that's kind of, in a not. way, it, it kind of makes sense. I do hope they bring back that table at least one point. I got it. I think oh, they yeah. might flash. Yeah. 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 But uh, I love Black Lightning sees the table and he's like, dope. Should have led with the table, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Super Friends music starts playing in the background. Oh, and all of the childhood feels got me. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. that was my show when I was a kid. Saturday mornings, the super, da, 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 da. and they all love the new furniture. Empty seat for Ollie there, and uh, all of a sudden they hear something up in the rafters, <laughs> and Sarah says, "Sounds like we need to call pest control now." <laughs> as a professional pest control technician, that's what I do. I love that someone did not use the term exterminator and use the preferred term pest control. That's Bill, what we do. You do. handle primates in your life. I line handle gleeks. I handle gleeks because in the rafters, we see an empty cage with a banana peel that says gleek. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? Greg Berlanti, you handsome son of a bitch, call me. I can yes. I kill gleeks. I can kill gleeks deader and dead. <laughs> I'm licensed. I have a and special that, and license. And that's such a nice little period to put at the end of this, where they where they had thrown out all these shout outs to all these shows, mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like, oh, you bet you thought we forgot about the Super Friends. <laughs> that's a nice little. Time. Well, you know what? You know what I say when I kill these Gleeks? Ruin my cartoon, will you? I hated Gleek. <laughs> all right, all right, Ugh. all right. Really? Like, oh, come on! You're like. He's like, the super friends, the greatest heroes from across the universe with the wonder twins, Zan and Jaina, and their uh -huh. space monkey, Gleek. Uh -huh. I'm like, fuck you. I'm nine years I old. mean, you know a lot for somebody who hated Gleek, huh? Exactly. I still yeah. watched every single episode. I mean, come on, I'm not a monster. He's cooler than the dude who could do anything that involved water. I could turn my stuff into stuff with water. I take Gleek over the, the male wonder twin. Tell well, Jaina, Jaina was where it's at because she could change Jaina's, into animals. And yeah, shit. she's powerful. In the Wonder Twins again, right? Yeah, Zan and Jaina, the Wonder Twins. Yeah, yeah. I Not that. I've seen something about that on like Facebook or something that they they cast um, what's his name from Riverdale? Oh, I, I thought that was a joke. Somehow, I, I know what you're saying there. Yeah, I saw that Bull as well. Sprouse? Maybe no, maybe both Sprouse brothers could could play. Them. One of them could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, both of them. <laughs> bring the back sweet the, the, the sweet life. The, the sweet life with Zan and Jaina and their space monkey Gleek. Uh, count me in. Mm -hmm. Well, wrapping this up, Carrie, Laney, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so much fun. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Just thanks for having us. This is always so yeah. much fun coming and chatting with you guys. It's so funny. 
Yeah, it's so fun to be here. Like I have my jaw is hurting so much right now for so much laughing and finally, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Look, you know, know, there's 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 a few legends of uh, uh, tomorrow podcasts out there for all your taste. You want dick jokes? You come to Gideon, guys. That's our claim to fame. (laughs) Well, once again, listeners, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week with episode two of season five of Legends, Meet the Legends. Mm-hmm. And uh, be sure to follow Bebo's Legends podcast and their show Time After Time on Instagram. Uh, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter, and we will talk to you all next time. Bye.